Chris Aiken presents, and I, of course, am Chris Aiken back once again uh, to preview some great new music. And when I say great, this is definitely a great new record. It's one I've been waiting for for a long time. Probably not as long as you'd think, but that damn pandemic makes everything seem like it was a million years ago since the last time we heard from any of these bands. The band is Black Star Riders. They're back on January the 20th with Wrong Side of Midnight, brand new release, and here to talk all about it and all the changes going on with the band is the vocalist himself, Mr. Ricky Warwick. Ricky, how are you, man? I'm good, thank you. It's Wrong Side of Paradise, Chris. Oh, what midnight. did I say? Midnight, which is cool too, Wrong Side of Midnight. We've all been there. We've <laughs> all been at the Wrong Side of Midnight. Wrong Side of Paradise. Listen, thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Well, dude, obviously, man, this is a very, um, very strange time, I guess, for Black Star Riders. New lineup, new label, new, you know, first thing back since the pandemic for the band. So why don't we start there, man? Why don't you uh, catch everybody up on uh, the various changes of everything that's going on with uh, the Black Star Riders? Uh, yeah, you know, we're all uh, that darn pandemic um, screwed all of us uh, yeah. and, and us too you know we uh we went into it with a lineup and came out with it a different lineup we went into it with a record label and came out with a, with a new record label but it's all good um it, you know it messed with the timeline it's just as simple as that um we uh christian martucci played on the new record he um had to go back to corey taylor this year because corey's busy this year and christian I was obviously in Stone Sour because the timelines sure. got moved with that. So he's had to depart to go and work with Corey again, which, you know, totally get. Um, Chad Zaliga's no long, longer with us. He he, he he left the band. We have a new drummer in Zach St. John who played on the record. We have a new guitar player to play Christian called Sam Wood, um, who's, who's joined the band, who's phenomenal. And Scott Gorham decided he was going to sort of take a step backwards and, and take it a little bit easier. Although the door is still very much open for Scott and he's still... Sure coming and going when he can and that that's great we're fine with that and yeah we changed labels we're with nuclear blast for nine years four albums which in this day and age is a feat in itself um but we just agreed that it really ran its course both parties agreed we had the lineup changes they had some changes internally as well um you know on, on their side and we decided we'd uh, we, we'd move on and we did and we're with eric records now which i'm delighted about who are been phenomenal since we signed with them sure and yeah you know and, and we just keep moving forwards absolutely now you know uh, you you obviously mentioned scott gorham and that's the one i think everybody's probably focusing on i'm gonna guess because sure because you know i mean this whole thing sort of spawned out of his you know returning the returning lineup of thin lizzie which you of course were a part of that as well i'm looking at this as it, it's obviously a big move and I don't want this to sound the wrong way, but I think it's almost a necessary step. You know, not, I mean, obviously, like you said, he's welcome back anytime. But sure. at the same time, every Black Star Riders release always comes with a Thin Lizzy talk, at least. There's always talk of it. There always has been. With him not there now, does this kind of free that? that discussion from ending or from continuing? A little, a little bit. You know, I mean, we... We had, after sort of the third record, we weren't really playing any Thin, thin Lizzy songs live anymore. Sure. 
because um, you know the band is now ten years and this is our fifth record. We're you know we're uh, we're legit. You know what I mean? Right, we, right, we're, right. We are, we are we are our own thing. Um, Scott's a bit older than we are, and you know he's been there, seen it, and done it all. And he just wanted to he just wanted to you know not get on a tour bus for six weeks and and slog it out anymore. And and I completely respect that. But he's still. You know, he didn't play on, on the new record. He didn't write any of the new record, but he never wrote that much on the previous records. He did, the ideas that he did bring in were all quality. There wasn't sure. very many of them, but, but the ones he brought in were stellar and were amazing. It's Scott Gorham, for God's sake. So, I, I mean, I've always been the main songwriter. So that doesn't, it's not, that didn't really change anything in the dynamic of writing songs um, going forwards. Um, I get to play more guitar now, which is great because I love playing guitar. Because um, I didn't really play that much guitar on the, the previous records, I would write an idea and hand it to to the other guys because obviously they're phenomenal players. Sure. Um, but you know, I I, I say, and, and Scott says this as well: being in a band is not a prison sentence. True. It's True. okay to leave, and it's we're all older, and everybody has got different commitments and families and, and we all live in different parts of the globe. And, you know, being in one band isn't enough these days either. Some people have to do other things and, 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 and we get that. So you're juggling the whole time and that's mm -hmm. okay. And, and I think if the music had suffered or the music wasn't relevant, or I felt that the music wasn't moving forwards, then, you think about calling it a day, but that's not the case. Far right. from it. I, you know, I feel we're writing and playing and, you know, better than we ever have. And and, and people that come in always bring their personality and this fresh blood and new ideas. And that's a, that can be a good thing as well. Sure. Definitely is. Now, I know for you personally and, and from reading the some of the liner notes and stuff, you wrote mo pretty much all of this new record and, and you've right. written a lot, pretty, pretty much all of the Black Star Riders stuff. At the same time, you also put out an absolutely kick-ass solo record there what, a year and a half ago or so with yeah, um, yeah. When Life Was Hard and Fast. What is it right now that's going on with you that maybe wasn't going on prior to Black Star Riders? Because you are creating just a wealth of music, and it's Thank all you. so solid. Thank you. Well, I mean, I was always writing prior to Black Star Writers and, and, and the Thin Lizzy thing. I was doing the solo stuff, you know, uh, acoustic wise. And I think I'd, I'd done three solo records up until the uh, until I got the call to, to sing for Lizzie and, and then obviously Black, Riders, Black Star Writers coming out of that. So I'd always been working and playing. I mean, I've been touring a lot. I toured with Def Leppard. I toured with Cheap Trick. I, I, you know, I was touring the UK constantly. So I was still working, but it was more so solo acoustically. Um, and, um, you know, when I got back in a band, which was Black Star Riders, I hadn't been in a band for, you know, um, quite a few years. So I got back into that band environment and it just, it just kickstarted me to start writing again and, and get, and, 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 you know, presenting ideas to the other band members. And, um, you know, I, I, I think with age, I think I'm a better singer now than I was 20 years ago. I think I'm a better songwriter. I think I'm a better guitar player. I just think I've got better with age because I appreciate it that, um, you know, the work that you need to put into as you get older to stay relevant. And uh, I enjoy putting that work in. Sure. Well, I'll never agree with you that you're a better singer than you were with the Almighty, but that's a whole nother discussion. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a whole different discussion, but you're yeah. obviously doing it well. Now, um, you. now you mentioned, uh, Ricky, about about playing more guitar now and yeah 
And, and I know in the creative process you are, but as you guys move forward and start touring here, what next month, I believe, um, sure. what, what will be the difference for you? Will you play? Will you pick up some of the stuff that, um, that you weren't playing before absolutely. or is that all yeah, on Sam? Yeah, or? No, uh, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, I will. I'll pick up, I've picked up quite a bit and, and that's okay. Um, you know, some of the songs before I was just singing on, I'll be playing guitar on, you know, way we're sort of working it with the 10th anniversary shows, you know, that Scott and Jimmy have come back for in the UK. We're coming out as a four piece. We're doing a few songs off the new record, a couple of the older songs, then Scott will join us and we'll just go through the catalog and, you know, because of what we've all been through and everything, Scott, and we'll, we'll throw in a, a Lizzie or two song this time around. But then going forward, you know, I think we'll predominantly tour as a four piece. Uh, you know, we might take out an extra guitar player, but that person, whoever it may be, will not, wouldn't be part of the band. You know, they'll just be, and we just use them on a few songs, if, if at all. If at okay, all. sure. I mean, I, we've, we play, we've already played, sorry to interrupt you, we've already played. I mean, it sounds, it sounds killer as a four. It sounds great. I mean, we've, sure. we've, 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 it's really, really, I'm really excited about it. Is it comfortable for you? And and not that you haven't played guitar and sang before, but I mean, it's been a while since you've been since you've held a guitar um, for an hour <laughs> as you played. Yeah, it's very comfortable because I love it, you know. And I've I've been I said I've been touring with my solo band, The Fighting Hearts, last year, and I play guitar a lot sure. in, in that band as well. Obviously, in the Almighty, I played I played a lot of I played guitar for the whole set. So, um, I'm I've never really been comfortable with the frontman thing of not having a guitar around my neck i mean i've done it and i still do it with lizzie on a few songs and it's okay and i enjoy it but i really do think of myself as a as a, as a you know singer guitar player absolutely well um ricky let's let's dig into the new record wrong side of paradise i got it right this time uh, right on. Uh, out on january the 20th and i want to start with what is easily and usually it's a hard decision but for me this is a super easy one what my favorite song on the record is and that would be hustle that oh, is wow. just such a cool. Thank you. A Thank the you. guitar line is great, but the the vocal is that's a hook that a catch a whale, my friend. That is a great song. Oh, appreciate talk that. talk you. a little bit about that song, if you would. Yeah, man. I mean that. You know, I'm a huge Bowie. You know, Mick Ronson fan, guitar player. Uh, that's obviously an influence on that song. That kind of almost glam rock style guitar riff that's going on there, and. You know, one of those things, I just grabbed the guitar one day and started playing, jiving on that riff. And I went, okay, this is kind of cool. And it's going somewhere and started jotting down at, like a few lyrics. And uh, one of those things, sort of before I knew it, I was sort of demoing it in my garage band and, and, and it was done. Um, it's great. I get to play harmonica on it, which is killer. It's the first time I think I've ever played harmonica on a track. So that was good fun for me. Um, and yeah, it's just a, it's a barnstormer. It's a you know, big chorus and just it's got that, sort of like i said big sort of glam rock guitar riff going on in it and uh no cool i'm glad you picked up on it. it's one of my favorites too yeah it's a great song as Thank is you. the as is the first song that you guys have released for everybody to hear which is riding out the storm um obviously there's video as well as um as the song itself so talk a little bit about the song and the um the video shoot for it yeah the song um, I nearly didn't take it to the guys um, because I wasn't sure. It's a little bit different for Black Star Riders this one, right. and I wasn't sure if this was one that I was going to keep for myself. But I played it to to Robbie Crane and to Christian, and they're like, "No, nah, man, this is killer. We 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 got to do this." And and thankfully we did, and and it, it turned out great. And you know, lyrically, yeah, you know, I'm at a point and as as, as 
you know, we all get a little bit older. There's more sort of road behind us than there is in front of us. And it's just dealing with, you know, you know, my own mortality and, and my, losing my parents and friends over the last few years and just where evaluating life really and taking, taking stock of, of, uh, of where we're at and what's ahead. And, you know, and, um, you know, the whole, the whole saying, no, we're not here for a long time. We may as well be here for a good time sort of comes into play. With, yeah. without one you know yeah no you're right and and you know it's you know i mean all you gotta do is look at the news every single day somebody somebody famous or somebody I mean, dies the, or a friend the, dies the, or it's crazy uh, yeah this year already we just obviously with jeff beck sadly passing away this week and then lisa you see lisa marie yesterday it's yeah. just insane you know it's really sad yeah it, it's it's crazy how many how many people are passing away but you know it's it's the old saying as much well, as i hate, you know hate, Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. We're the we our generation is the first generation where our rock and rollers are going to die of old age. It's never happened before. True. You know, you know, because rock and roll obviously started really coming to to yeah, uh, you know, to worldwide acclaim in the fifties. So all our rock and rollers, you know, are now getting into their seventies, eighties, nineties. So yeah. it's going to happen a lot, and we're the first generation that 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 is going to have to deal with that. You know, it's mm -hmm. kind of freaky. Yeah. No, it is. I, I'm just curious now. We will play the, the video here in a second. But um, for you, as a, as a rock guy, yep. are you a guy that's going to ever retire? Or are you going to go the Gordon Lightfoot route and be 90 <laughs> years old and still on stage? Have you seen that documentary on him? I have, yeah. Isn't it, isn't it amazing? Yeah, it's, oh, dude, it's amazing to me that he is just still out there and know, still sounds okay. And it's like, I, wow. <laughs> I want to go the Gordon Lightfoot Springsteen road. I think that's the way to go. Look, I love what I do. It's not a sure. job to me. It, it, it's it's a it's a passion and I love it. And I wouldn't, you know, I, I want to keep doing it till I physically can't because right. I, I love it so much. And I think it's what keeps me fit and young and inspired. And so to stop doing that, I don't know what I'd replace it with. Right. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not a guy for lying on a beach. I'm not a guy for pottering around a garden. That's just not. That's just not what I want to do. You know. I just want to sure. make music. Yeah. yeah. And, and there's there's so many guys from our generation and maybe the slightly uh, slightly older than us. You know, like Phil Collins comes to mind. I mean, the guy couldn't yeah. really walk, but they got him to a chair and he sounded amazing and still right? was doing it. You know, it's great. Yeah. You know, and that's what it's all about. I mean, music. Music is the. You know, I think Gordon Lightfoot said it in a documentary and i love it he said motion is the lotion yeah <laughs> absolutely true well i'll tell you what ricky let's take a little break here let's give people a taste of the new black star riders this is riding out the storm the first video you can see it out there on youtube and anywhere else that you see videos so let's check it out right now it is riding out the storm it's black star riders and this is chris aiken presents Right back 
back here on Chris Aiken Presents with me, Chris Aiken, and the mighty Ricky Warwick of Black Star Riders. And we are talking about the brand new release, uh, Wrong Side of Paradise, out on January the 20th. And uh, Ricky, um, in addition to you know lineup changes with this record, you also have guests on this record, which is mm-hmm. which is very cool. And not just average, you know, this is some guy we know from the pub, you know. On this record, we have Joe Elliott from Def Leppard guesting guest vocals on a track called Better Than Saturday Night. And um, Joe has been a great friend of mine for many, many years, uh, a mentor, a good buddy. Um, you know, it's hard to argue with a guy that sold 100 million records. So I'm always, <laughs> seek, I'm always seeking his advice. And, 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 you know, he's a very honest straight shooter and, and I love him for that. And I said, hey, will you sing on this track? And he's only too happy to do it. And he sounds, he sounds wonderful on it. And uh, it's a huge honor to have him on the record. Sure. Now, now, Ricky, you, um, you, you guys have announced a, um, a, a set of UK dates that is getting ready to come up. And as you mentioned, um, what, um, not only Scott, but, uh, Jimmy DeGrasso going to be with you, yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. we're going to se- we're going to celebrate 10 years of the band. Yeah. Which is fantastic. And, and, and I'm sure people, you know, people are just happy to see, to see the band out again. And I'm sure you guys are just happy to get out there again. Yeah. You know, we played a couple of shows in December, um, there and that was the first time we've been on a stage in three years which was just you know incredible uh, sure. length of time to not not be playing and uh, it was amazing to get back up there and so to, we're absolutely you know frothing at the mouth to get back out there and play you know right on and now now with with this and i i've heard this from a bunch of different bands here in the last six months i keep hearing about how it is really difficult just to get out there and not necessarily just, uh, you know, a financial thing, but that there's less rooms to play. There's less, you know, there's no buses to rent. There's yeah. the gas prices are four times what they were the last time everybody went out there. So if you would talk a little bit about that and if that affects you guys or if you guys are. No, no, it's, it's, that. Effect, it's affecting everybody. Um, it's horrendous. I mean, prices have doubled. Simple yeah. as that. Tour buses double what it was three years ago. As you, you rightly said, Chris, fuel prices are through the roof. You have Brexit now in Europe where you require visas and carnets and freedom of movement is restricted that was never in place before. Uh, they couldn't make it any more difficult to be a musician, a touring musician, if they tried right now, sadly. Um, we've, we've, we've sadly gone way backwards right. um, with, with this and it's you know we're looking at it now and we're going you know normally we'd go straight into europe after the uk run we're going we're holding off because we are not sure if it's financially possible to make it work i mean we're going to try our best to go we'll be doing the festivals obviously sure but you know the the, the actual runs in some of the countries i don't know if it's because you know what guess what we're not going to leave home and lose money right <laughs> you know people pe- people seem to think oh it doesn't matter you just you know no you know what yeah. you know we we're, we're not going to be away from our families for five six weeks and come back home with nothing it's sure. just not prepared we're not prepared to do that and uh yeah it's 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 a real mess and it's it, somebody's got to sort it out and something's got to be done because it's killing the industry and it's killing touring plus you know everybody wants to play nobody's been able to play for the last two and a half years so everybody is dying to get back out there and play the venues are overbooked some of the venues didn't survive the pandemic they went under so like you rightly said chris there's less venues and you know it's a quagmire out there and so as i was saying yeah, it's tough it's tough but you, you know you keep moving on and you keep trying to batter through it and where there's a will there's a way sure now um is there any place that 
that is easier or harder? Is it easier to stay in England and just tour? Is it, is it, would it be easier to come here and do two months here just because it seems like it's a little well, more open than, than there? Yeah, you know, it, well, obviously the UK is where the band is, is biggest. So obviously, you know, that's where we do the best. Sure. You know, obviously we come to the stage, which we're planning on doing, but we'll, you know, if, if we're, if we're not part of a package, we'll be playing the clubs. Right. So that, that has its own financial impl implications. Um, so you just got to sit down and, and, and put together a budget and, and, and work it out. And you know, listen, we, we want to play anywhere and everywhere. You know, we're, we're, that's, we're a live band. That's what we want to do. But sure. there's so many, you know, cost of living is through the roof at the minute. And, and mm -hmm. I'm just being honest. I, I wish I could turn around and go, ah, it doesn't matter. We'll make it work. But, yeah. you know, like I said, at some point you just can't afford to take a hit. And, uh, you know, we'll see, we'll see, we'll see what, 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 what happens, but sure. we're, we're going to, we're going to do our darndest to get out and play as much as we Absolutely. can. Absolutely. I know I, I've heard from a few bands that they're really basing their entire like record run, you know, the whole, the mm -hmm. whole record on the festival season this year yeah. because they yeah. know they can't do 25 dates, including yeah. the festival. They know that they just need to optimize and play Vodka yeah. and Sweden rock and sure. you know the ones that are going to be a hundred and ten thousand people and eighty thousand people it's yeah. that they're almost maximizing audience instead of maximizing you know dates yeah. which is the first yeah. time in my lifetime I can ever remember that no it's very true and it's very sad it's a sad uh, state of affairs uh, but I, I get it and, and we're kind of looking at it the same way um you know um because you know, you would you would even weigh it up. You kind of go and say, okay, we'll go and play this territory. We know we don't do that great there. We might break even, maybe lose a little bit there, but we know we're going to go to this other country and do really, really sure. well there. And that will offset, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. That's not an option anymore, you know? <laughs> so it's right. like, what do you do? You know, um, you just got to sit down and figure something out and hope that somebody sees sense. You know, they, they've got to try and make, you, over in Europe, they have to relax the Brexit rules for artists and visas and carnage because it's killing the industry. Right. You know, you can get to the UK, but once you sort of jump over the channel and start getting into mainland Europe, that's when you're running up against all the all the all the new fees and Brexit rules and visas and stuff that they've introduced that weren't there in 2019. Right. You know. Mm -hmm. I hear, and and I don't know how. I'm just going to ask it. Is there an artist big enough right now to impact the government to make the changes to Brexit? Would it have to be like you two or somebody? Yeah, I think there is. And I think that they need to get together. I mean, the, 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 the Premier League artists, as I call them, the U2s and, and the Metallicas of this world, you know, that, that can rise above that and not really affect them so much because they're obviously playing, you know, soccer stadiums or football sure. stadiums and selling them out, which is great and more part to them. Um, they that's where it has to come from. But I think you're seeing a lot of, like you said, a lot of, you know, big bands pulling tours in yeah. Europe. And, 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 and that's a lot of money coming into the economy in those countries. The music industry is big business. There's a lot sure. of money, but a lot of people don't recognize that and don't appreciate that. And, and sadly, a lot of those people are in power. And until I think it's going to take something, you know, like that, you said, Chris, to happen. And then just bands are just basically going to go, well, we're not coming to tour. Yeah, and then they'll go. Okay, hang on a minute. You know, we're losing millions out of our economy by these bands not coming to play in our country. Yeah, wow. <laughs> Whoever thought we'd be there? <laughs> it's insane. It really I mean, is. You know, we're we're going backwards instead of forwards, and 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 with everything that we have at our disposal, we should never be in a situation like this. Right. 
No, I, I a thousand percent agree with you, man. And I hope it does straighten out, you know, cause yeah. it's really weird, you know, just as a fan, not as a journalist, sure. but as a fan. And I'm sure for you as a fan as well, that's your favorite, you know, we, we all get into that cycle of, we know we're going to see our favorite bands every year and a half, two years, whatever it is, you know, you just know they're going to come through. And there's really not a lot being announced. And when it is, it's part of a 30 band bill at some, yeah. some thing. It's like, that's not what any I, of us want. I, I, and, and you think that, that after what we've all been through, the people would be, you know, the people that have the power to do this will be doing more to help the music industry and artists and, and people to tour to get back on track. And that's not the case. And I see people complaining about ticket prices. Well, the reason the ticket prices is the way they are is because of everything that's going on that we just talked about. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's sad. And then, then, and then you take the whole other thing where we you know we're getting, we're getting screwed by streaming companies left, right, and center. Sure. You know, you're not, you're not, you're not selling the records to support the, the infrastructure anymore. So mm -hmm. the, the, there's a hole in the bucket and it's getting bigger and bigger every day. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it's crazy, man. So, so Ricky, with all this said, is it possible to have a full year plan or are you really waiting we, to we, see? We, we're, there's a little bit of wait and see. We're doing our best to plan as much as we can, um, you know, uh, moving forwards. Um, but there's definitely a little bit of wait and see as, as obviously we've only really just come out of the pandemic and, and it's still, like I said, it's still kind of crazy. Everybody, nobody seems to really know what's going on. So we're, we're trying, that's all we can do. Right. Absolutely. Well, dude, you, you certainly tried very hard and very well with this new release, Wrong Thank Side you. of Paradise. It is an excellent record. It's out January the 20th. Everybody should buy it. Do not just stream it, because as we just said, that does the, these guys pretty much no good. So buy it, yeah. buy it, buy it, buy it, buy it. Buy the physical. You know. So, Ricky, where should people go if they want to buy it or keep up on tour dates and you know keep up with you? Where should we send them online? Um, you know, obviously, blackstarwriters.com, but we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. Type in blackstarwriters, type in Ricky Morick, all that good stuff will come up. Uh, or go to eric.com forward slash blackstarwriters if you want to get some really cool vinyl and some exclusive merchandise. Excellent. Well, one more time, the name of the album, Wrong Side of Paradise. Even I got it right this time. <laughs> and uh, it's out January the 20th. It's the Black Star Riders. And Ricky, thanks so much for joining me here. Oh, on Chris, thank you, brother. Thanks for having me again, and good to see you, and you stay well, my friend. Absolutely. All right.